This is episode number 281 with Nick Ortner. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? If you want to listen to my episodes one day earlier than they are released anywhere else, you have to download the app Himalaya and follow my show. Himalaya is free, super easy to use, and has every podcast you can think of. I love that you can leave comments under each episode and even create episode playlists. Make sure you check it out today. I want to tell you about one of today's epic podcast sponsors, Nourished Life. I first met Irene Falcone, the founder of Nourished Life, back in 2011, and we immediately bonded over our passion for clean, toxic-free living and have been friends ever since. And over the years, I've watched Nourished Life grow into a one-stop shop for natural health, beauty, and eco-friendly products. They are super strict on what they will stock with a massive range of vegan products plus an awesome loyalty program. And if you don't know where to start, there are over 160,000 reviews across all of their products, which really helps when you're trying to find the right product for you. Their huge range includes brands that I love and use, including Inica, Iri Perez, Bodhi, Nopong, and Noosa Basics, just to name a few. So to get 15% off full-priced items, head to nourishlife.com.au and enter the code MATRIBE at the checkout. Nick Ortner is the CEO of The Tapping Solution, a company with a mission to bring into the mainstream a simple, effective, natural healing method known as emotional freedom technique, or tapping. Tapping is a healing modality that combines ancient Chinese acupressure and modern psychology. Nick's goal is to empower people to create healthy, abundant, and stress-free lives through his books, CDs, online events, and speaking engagements attended by participants from all over the world. He is a New York Times best-selling author of The Tapping Solution, a revolutionary system for stress-free living, and The Tapping Solution for Pain Relief, a step-by-step guide to reducing and eliminating chronic pain. Prior to that, Nick created and produced the breakthrough documentary, The Tapping Solution, which follows 10 people who used tapping to overcome significant challenges, including chronic back pain, fibromyalgia, insomnia, devastating grief, and more. Nick's work documents real and extraordinary results that have inspired tens of thousands to follow suit by successfully applying tapping to their lives. He has also produced one-of-a-kind online programs that teach easy, effective ways to apply tapping to anything limiting a person's life or health. 
Some noteworthy examples are the Tapping World Summit, a free annual worldwide online event that has been attended by over a million people and his popular seven-week EFT coaching program, which covers common issues such as financial abundance, weight loss, and so much more. And in today's episode, we chat about how he got into EFT and what is EFT, also known as tapping, how you can learn it. He even takes us through how we can learn it today on this episode, which is awesome. We also talk about what it can help you with and is EFT and hypnosis the same thing? We kind of debunk that, which is really awesome and something that I've always wanted to ask. How you can make EFT a habit We take you through a powerful tapping session. We also talk about what he attributes his success to, who created EFT and when, what he's working on within himself at the moment, and so much more. And for everything that Nick and I mention in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes. And that's over at melissarambrosini.com forward slash 281. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to read the review of the week. And this week, it comes from Chelsea Goodman. It's a five-star review titled The Best. And she says, Every episode is so amazing. My absolute go-to podcast because I know each interview will accelerate more growth and learning in myself. It's so inspiring with incredible topics and humans. Thank you, Chelsea, for that beautiful review. I'm so grateful. And don't forget that if you want to be the review of the week, just head on over to iTunes and leave me a review right now. And as a little thank you for anyone who leaves a review, including you, Chelsea, send me an email with a screenshot of your review to hello at Melissa Ambrosini. And I want to gift you my wildly wealthy guided meditation. Pretty cool, huh? And if you want to get my Bursting with Love guided meditation, you can go and leave a review on Amazon for Mastering Your Mean Girl or Open Wide or both and send me a screenshot and I will send you that meditation too. And now without further ado, let's bring on Nick Ortner. Nick, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. But before we dive in, can you tell us what you had for breakfast this morning? Ooh, breakfast. Breakfast was simple. Just black coffee, little stevia. That was it. And then when do you break your fast with some food? Um, sometimes at lunch, but oftentimes I'll go late lunch. And, you know, I end up eating like a dinner at 4.30 with my daughter when I come in from work. And then I'll eat again at like 7. I mean, kids make things all weird. So, um, (laughs) you know, and then I'll fast sometimes. It's a little bit all over the place, but definitely not three square meals a day. No, you you don't do that? No, I've, you know, I've never been a breakfast person. Even before it was like the whole hot intermittent fasting, this, that, and the other. I just didn't, I was just never hungry when I woke up. I was like, I don't want to eat. And, uh, and that just carried on. So I've got, I've got pretty steady blood sugar. So I eat in random chunks when I have the time. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you here and to dive deep into your incredible work. But before we do that, can you tell us about your story? Like, how did you get to where you are today doing the work that you now do? Like, how did this all unfold for you? (laughs) Yeah, that's such a good question. Because, I mean, is it, I don't know if it's a straight and narrow path for any of us, but it certainly wasn't for me. So I discovered tapping or EFT, this technique that we're going to talk about today, right around 2002, 2003. So now we're talking 
17 years ago now, which is pretty amazing. And I learned about it online, started using it with friends and family. You know, the running joke at the time was, don't say anything is wrong around Nick because he's going to make you tap on it. Mm -hmm. I just discovered this technique and it just worked so well for me and started using it with the people I loved and saw them get great results with it and just became so passionate about it as a topic as just to use with friends and family. And I did that for a couple of years, actually did a little coaching on the side with people, but again, nothing formal. It was like, oh, I'll coach you because I'm into all this stuff and I know how to do this technique and maybe I can help you. Did a lot of free coaching, just getting going with it. And right around 2007, during that time I was working in real estate, I was buying, fixing up and selling properties with my dad and brother. And I was always into this personal development thing. I've been going to Tony Robbins events for years and reading Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay. Like it was, it was a passion, but I didn't see a way into it as a career per se. But I had this inspiration, you know, right around 2007 was when The Secret had come out or had blown up and become a big deal. And I knew that several people who were in The Secret, like Jack Canfield and Joe Vitale, were actually really into tapping as well. It was a technique that they used. So in my mind, it was like, all right, well, some of the stars of The Secret, also Bob Doyle, who's in The Secret, was really into tapping. If the stars of The Secret, this huge movie that is out there uh, that is changing lives, are using this technique, maybe I can make a movie about the technique itself. Now, this was no filmmaking experience, no money, credit cards, credit lines. I had this inspiration to make this movie. I called up my little sister who had just dropped out of college because she wanted to travel the world and try different things. And I called up one of my close friends, Nick Palizzi, who, this was my logic, Melissa, you'll see the, the genius of business that I was. This is obviously a joke. My logic was, well, Nick went to graphic design school, to art school, so that's kind of artistic, so maybe he can film this thing. And I said, do you want to help me film this? And he said, sure. And we literally bought $40,000 worth of camera equipment and lights and everything you need to film properly on credit cards, on credit lines, pulled up YouTube videos to figure out how to film shots. And if I watched the movie 10 years later, I could show you the shots that we lit properly and the shots that were not lit as well. because. We didn't know what we were doing. But a year later, we figured it out. We, we made things happen, uh, not without many, many challenges along the way. We used a lot of tapping to stay focused, to persevere, to overcome the obstacles. And we released this film, this 90-minute film about tapping that has a bunch of experts like Jack Canfield and Joe Vitale and Cheryl Richardson and a lot of people that you'll know and recognize, but also follows 10 real people and their experience with tapping. What I wanted to do in the movie is go, all right, well, I love The Secret, and it's an inspirational movie. It's all fine and good, but you know, it's other people telling their stories. I wanted to show real people because I knew the tapping works for the normal, everyday human being that's struggling with different challenges. And that was a film that we put out called The Tapping Solution. It took us about a year to break even and to make back the $150,000 that it cost us to make that film. And then I've spent the last decade since doing one thing after another. So we did our Tapping World Summit the following year, which we're about to do our 12th annual Tapping World Summit. Uh, wrote a book in 2013, The Tapping Solution, that was a New York Times bestseller for several weeks. And things been translated in 30 languages. And really, it's been one project after the other after the other, the, la the latest being our app, which we can talk about uh, in detail, trying to spread the word, trying to get the word out there as to how this technique works 
trying to give people different ways to use it, to use it, different resources, different ways they can approach it. And I know I just condensed a decade in five minutes, so you can ask me more questions if you want, but I've told my story so many times, I don't want to go year by year and bore our listeners. No, that is awesome. Firstly, let's break it down. What is EFT, emotional freedom technique, or also known as tapping? So what is it? For someone who's listening, who's like, I have never heard of this before, what is it? Yeah, so EFT or tapping is sort of the regular term that we use for it. And we call it tapping because we are literally physically tapping on endpoints of meridians of our body. And what the latest research has shown that when we tap on these endpoints of meridians while focusing on the stress, the anxiety, the pain in our bodies, whatever's going on that is holding us back, we send a calming signal to the amygdala in the brain. And a lot of your listeners will know that the amygdala is that fight or flight response. It's that part of us that when we're anxious, it's firing. It's telling us that we are unsafe. It is active when we're stressed out. And the tapping not only calms that response, but done properly at the right time for what you need and having the right tool sets reprograms the brain. So, you know, the most common examples, I think the most obvious ones are when we think about a fear or a phobia. So someone who is scared of public speaking and what if one of our listeners is scared of public speaking, they know that if I said, okay, you're going out on a stage with a thousand people in the next five minutes, they would panic, right? They would Maybe their palms would get sweaty, their stomach would start gurgling, they would feel so uncomfortable, their body would go into that fight or flight response. It would decide, this is dangerous, this is unsafe. There's something about this experience, speaking in public, being seen by these people, being judged potentially, what will I do, what will I say, that brings this panic on to, to them. And that is that amygdala firing, that is a learned response. Because Melissa, for you and for me, maybe through some practice, maybe through some tapping, we can get up on stage and we don't have panic attacks, right? We don't have that same, this is dangerous response. To me, being on stage isn't dangerous. It's fantastic. So how is it that two different humans who have the same system, the same body can have such a different response? And that is that conditioned response, the things that we've learned in our past. One of the reasons why tapping works so well on virtually everything that when we look around at our lives, just about anything that we want to change, just about any spot that we're struggling, just about any spot that we're overwhelmed or we don't have something that we want, that stress response is underneath it all. So if you're trying to lose the weight and it's just not coming off and you're doing everything for diet and exercise and you're looking at that obvious component, sometimes we look around and say, oh, Maybe there's some beliefs around this weight loss. Maybe if I lost all this weight like I did 20 or 30 years ago, I'm going to get all this attention and I don't want the attention. So my unconscious mind is going to keep me stuck. Maybe if you're having financial struggles, you look around and say, yeah, part of me wants to be successful or abundant, but another part of me is scared to do so. So wherever we look in our lives, tapping can help unlock it. And it's such a simple process. You can learn it so quickly in just a matter of minutes, but its elegance, its beauty just is applied to so many different aspects of our lives and for so many people. And how can we learn it? Is the best place to go, because you kind of do need to visually see someone do it, is the best place to go to your website or your app? You know, 
I think the app right now is the best place because what we've done in that is we've looked at it and said, you know, our website has plenty of videos and free resources and everything. The app is also free to download, but it's got a really easy tutorial that just sort of an onboarding process that gets you up to speed. And then when you actually do the tapping, through each tapping meditation, there's a visual reminder so the points light up. So once you learn the points, which can take a couple minutes, and it's looking around a little bit and trying to determine, okay, what do I do here and there? Once you learn that, then it's so easy. And then you just, for a little while, potentially need that visual reminder. And then after 10, 20, 30 minutes of doing it, you'll just know it yourself and close your eyes and just follow along with our voices as we guide you through it. And, you know, the, the reason we created the app is the technique is so easy to use. The basics apply everywhere. So it's really, oh, you're anxious? Okay, start with, even though I'm anxious, I love and accept myself. Tap through the points. And we'll do some tapping for sure in our time together so people can actually experience it. But a lot of people get stuck and a lot of people get stuck with the language or what to say. And here's what's really interesting because I obviously know how to do the tapping. I've done it for a long time with lots of people. But I use my own app and I will listen to my own voice because it's so helpful. And the reason is that when we're in these stuck states, when we are anxious, when we're overwhelmed, when we're stressed out, we don't have the mental capacity. We don't have the resources to think clearly. That's why it's so helpful to talk to a friend who can maybe give you some perspective on the issue you're having because they're not in that state. You can be super worried and panicked and they can say, oh, you know what? You should look at it this way. And it gives you a little bit of space. That's what the tapping does. And that's what the app does even further to do the tapping on your specific challenge, the place you're stuck in order to break free. Mm, I love it. Now, there are some big fans of tapping out there, such as Jack Canfield, Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, Chip Conley, who actually said, I got this quote from your website, in my darkest hour, I discovered tapping and miraculously, this unorthodox approach to making sense in my life moved me out of the fog and into the sunshine, which is just an incredible testimonial. So what are some of the things that tapping can help with? Like we've mentioned weight loss, anxiety, overwhelm, stress. What are some other things that people could use tapping for? And can you give us some real life examples, like maybe for yourself or anyone close to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've got so many stories, but I'm going to pick some of the ones that stand out. Every week I get a report at the end of the week from our community manager, our Facebook manager, and she shares some of the testimonials, some of the results that people had that week. There's probably about 50 on any given week that that's her highlighting what's happening. I always forward them to my wife because it's something I'm most proud of. And we, we look at them together. And she said to me this morning with the last report, she said, this could be literally years worth of testimonials on something else. And it's not that we're so special. It's the tapping is such a breakthrough. So let me give your listeners some of the places where it really stands out pain relief. So we often think we've been trained that our bodies are our bodies, that if we're in pain, if our back hurts, it's because we hurt it. Uh, we look for a cause that is very physical. And certainly there can be a physical cause. If you are in an accident, your back might hurt. The question becomes, why is it that for some people, their back hurts for a month or three months or six months as it heals? And for other people, it hurts for 20 years. You know, we think about other parts of our body. If we cut our hand in five to seven days, it's going to heal up. It's going to scab over, heal up, good to go. 
when people are dealing with chronic pain, what is it that's happening that is making it so the pain is not healing, not going away? In the Tapping Solution documentary that I mentioned at the start of our call, we followed three people in particular out of the 10 who were in pain. John is a Vietnam veteran. He had been in, had back pain for 20 years, multiple surgeries. We went to his house in Minnesota before he came to do the tapping with us. You could hear him groaning when he was sitting down. He showed us all his x-rays. He had all the reasons that all the doctors had told him why his back hurt. He had had multiple surgeries, so they'd gone in there trying to fix what was hurt. Medications, just non-stop treatments for this lower back pain that he'd had for 20 years. He came to our event, did the tapping. What did we tap on? We tapped on the Vietnam War. We tapped on his pain, the things that he went through. We tapped on his emotional overwhelm from the things he saw and the trauma that he faced. I mean, experiences that most of us can't even imagine. And he woke up the second morning of the event. So the event started on a Friday. We had about a half day on Friday. He wakes up on Saturday morning, pain-free for the first time in 20 years. And you see him, there's video. I mean, this is what I love about video because it's like, I can tell you this story, but it's something else where John is sitting on the floor and he says, I don't remember the last time I sat on the floor. And this is just a couple of hours of tapping, of looking at these issues, of trying to see where might I be holding on to rage and anger and stored emotions. Patricia, also, we show in the movie, had fractured her L1 vertebrae in a boating accident. It was actually a date. And her date was trying to show off and go really fast. And they crashed. She fractured her L1. She was young. She loved doing yoga. And it was a disastrous accident. She had rods and screws put in her back, lots of surgeries. And I remember my sister who produced the event with me in the movie and, and still, we still work together on everything. She said to me when we were reviewing applications, she said, look, Patricia has rods and screws in her back. Like, how is this going to work for her? If there's any example of something physical, it's her. But I just had some intuitive hit about it. I don't know. I pulled the big brother veto and I said, no, let's just have her come. Sure enough, second day, I don't know why the second day, maybe people just tapped and then they slept and they felt great the next morning, pain-free for the first time since the accident. I followed up with her a couple years ago, which would have been seven years after the movie was released, still pain-free. And she's got rods and screws in her back. She's doing yoga. Again, she released the trauma of the accident, the anger about what happened, the anger at that person that she was on a date with, the feeling of unfairness about all the pain she was going through and how her life was changed and the pain released. And then one more pain story, then we'll talk about other things. Jody, who was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, had had it for about 10 years when she came to the event. And sure enough, pain-free is still pain-free 10 years later. So pain and our bodies, the places where we're not healing, please, please try tapping because it is just so powerful. Sometimes people get results in five minutes or a minute. We have what are called our one-minute miracles. But more often than not, it'll take a little work and some persistence and beginning to unlearn your pain and change some of these habits and some of those places that, that we're stuck, that we're holding on to these patterns. Love it. So that's pain. Should we move on to another topic or do you have any questions about pain? Yeah. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. What else is it really powerful for? So I mentioned weight loss and my sister wrote a book, which was gratefully also a New York Times bestseller called The Tapping Solution for Weight Loss and Body Confidence. 
And the body confidence piece was very important to her in writing that book and, and remains a big part of the message. The book came out, I think, about five or six years ago now, but I feel like the message today is more topical than ever, saying, hey, we need to look about how we feel about our bodies, how we respond to the media and the perceptions that are put out there, and just frankly, how much we beat ourselves up and we try to stress ourselves to a solution. So her approach is, as opposed to trying to beat yourself up to be thin, criticize yourself healthy, you know, be negative, negative, I got to do better, I'm not good enough. It's starting from that place of self-love, which I know is a big part of your work as well, Melissa, and, and looking around and, and saying, okay, where are the places in my life where I'm not being kind to myself? Where are the places in my life where potentially I'm holding on to some trauma from the past, some things that tell me or make me feel like I'm not safe in my body? If you feel unsafe in your body, one of the ways to protect yourself is to put on weight, to fill yourself up with food, to comfort yourself with food, to deal with stress and with food. So that is a place where we've seen incredible results, not only from the physical side, and we've got plenty of stories of people losing a ton of weight, but what's most important to us is the people who feel that from doing this work, they've had a transformation with their bodies. Mm, love that. And anything else that's like, what are some other really common things? Obviously, stress and overwhelm and anxiety for sure. Yeah, so anxiety is obviously huge. It's, it's one of the free sessions in our app. I think at last count, the anxiety session has had about 300,000 individual plays. So it's been completed 300,000 times. And the average reduction in anxiety in a 10-minute session is 42%. So 42% in 10 minutes or 300,000 sessions, I just don't know what is better than that. You know, that's, that is pretty hard to be to get that kind of a reduction. So yeah, so anxiety is a big one. And then, you know, I mentioned earlier the fears and phobias and the places that it doesn't have to be an outright phobia, fear of public speaking or flying. Oftentimes, they're small fears and phobias. Like, I don't like cold calling, picking up the phone. That makes me nervous. I'm unwilling to speak my truth, to ask someone for help, to be vulnerable, to stand up in front of a group and say what I need or to share my idea. You know, those, those are the little places in our lives where we can make these changes and really dramatically affect them. It doesn't all have to be, you know, these big, it'd be great to get over 30 years of chronic back pain if that's what you're dealing with, amazing. But if you're just looking to break through from the entrepreneurial side, from the side of following your dreams and passions, all too often we look around, it's those places where we're stressed, we're overwhelmed, we're not thinking clearly. And that's why we don't make the best decisions for ourselves. You know, I talked about the amygdala at the start of the call. And if we think about that part of us, that the part, the fight or flight response, the part that is stress. And I like to have all of us imagine this idea of being chased by a tiger or a lion, right? This ancient fight or flight response is active and you're being chased by it. And, and Melissa, just imagine being chased by it. And I say to you, hey, Melissa, tell me about your big goals for 2020. What are your dreams and visions? What are you gonna create in the world? You would look at me and you'd say, I'm being chased by a tiger. There's no way we can think about these things. There's no way we can be creative. We can be inspired. We can be open and loving for being chased by a tiger. So the places in your life where you're being chased by a tiger, whatever they may be, those are the places where you're playing small. Those are the places where you are going to remain stuck 
until you get out of that fight or flight response. It makes a lot of sense when we think about it that way and we focus on it, but most of us instinctively default to a stress response in order to change what we want in our lives. So we think we're not making enough money, we're not being productive enough, we're not being creative enough. Okay, I gotta work harder. I gotta focus. I gotta, and we just, again, we stress ourselves out. We beat ourselves up in order to try to create change in our lives. And the results are, if it's working for you, then great. I imagine it's likely not. And then this, the tapping, is a more gentle approach, another way to look at these places that we're stuck in order to create changes. I have to interrupt this conversation to tell you about one of today's podcast sponsors, Four Sigmatic, a wellness company that incorporates mushrooms and adaptogens into their coffees, plant-based protein, edible skincare, and dairy-free lattes. You may remember Tiro, the creator of Four Sigmatic from episode 99, where he shared all about the power of functional mushrooms to transform your body and mind. And for those of you who drink coffee and are wanting to switch to a cleaner and upgraded elixir, you must check out their Lion's Mane Mushroom Coffee. Lion's Mane is one of my favorite functional mushrooms. It's been used by Buddhist monks to help them focus during meditation. It's your brain's best friend and supports productivity and creativity. It's also got another one of my favorite mushrooms, Shaga, the king of mushrooms, which supports your immune system and is loaded with powerful antioxidant properties. But my all-time favorite product is their Reishi Mushroom Hot Cacao. Reishi helps enhance the immune system, reduce stress, improve sleep, and lessens fatigue. I think we could all do with some of that. And right now, you can get 15% off. All you have to do is head to foursigmatic.com forward slash M-A-Tribe. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash M-A-Tribe to receive 15% off your order. Now, let's get back to this conversation. Would you say it's on the similar path to hypnosis? Yeah, I would almost call them cousins. So I, you know, I have some hypnosis audios that I've done before and that I enjoy. Certainly helps you get a good nap if you need to do that. I think the difference, hypnosis is mostly done to you and it's pretty passive. You're not necessarily doing a lot of thinking about things and having your own personal breakthroughs. And that's okay at times. Again, I'm a big fan of hypnosis. The tapping, even with the guided tapping meditations on the app, even though I'm guiding you through it or my sister's guiding you through it and telling you the things to say through different points. We're also doing a lot of open visualization, a lot of, okay, you know, if we're trying to uncover something that happened 20 years ago or a reason why you might be stuck, imagine what happened. Think back to these events. So there's, there are a lot more open cues that requires you to bring your own life in that moment to it. And I think that's also really helpful because it's such an empowering tool. So I see time and again, people say, you know, I use this before a meeting in the bathroom when I needed it. And normally I would choke and I would be stressed and I'd be overwhelmed. But I went, I did it for two minutes in the bathroom stall. Nobody saw me and I felt great. And that's not something you can do with hypnosis because we don't want to fall asleep or get totally zoned out. So I think in a lot of ways, it's a more active process when you need it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks for clarifying that. I first discovered tapping years ago 
And I would use it when I felt really stressed or overwhelmed. And I love it. I think it's an incredible tool and it really does work. But if I'm really honest with you, sometimes I forget in the moment that I have this incredible tool in my back pocket that I can whip out at any time. So how can we make it a habit and remember to do it in these times of stress or anxiety? Like, you know, for me is the biggest thing. 100%. Melissa, this is my job, right? So I write books about this. I've written multiple books. I've done 12 Tapping World Summits. And the amount of times when I pause and said, oh, how did I just go half day annoyed about this and not tap about it, right? How did I go for two days with this? pain in my neck and not tap about it. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Where I'll literally working about stuff for the tapping solution and not tap about it. So if I if I struggle at times doing it, then everyone else is off the hook. Okay. So I don't mean to be repetitive here and just like pushing this app so much. It is free to download. But the reason why we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this app. We've been, it was released a year ago. We've been working on it for several years before then is because I knew of that problem exactly. And there was two things that I saw from people. One is not remembering to tap. So a couple little things we have in the app. We have a daily tapping reminder. We send out push notifications to, you know, if you allow them and you want them to nudge you, to remind you in gentle ways. And then the other thing that was really important to me for the app is to get really specific on the issue for people. So right now there's maybe 200 meditations in the app. We're adding more every week. I did nine new ones last week and hopefully we'll have a thousand eventually because what I wanted is to have the specific thing that once you know it's there, that's a go-to. And you also know that you can do things in different lengths of time. So for example, I have turn your day around, change a bad day. So it's like hey, we've all been there where we're stuck and someone knowing, you knowing, okay, that meditation exists, makes it a lot easier than on your own when you're in the midst of a bad day, when you're overwhelmed to have to come up with the stuff for yourself. So, you know, quiet the critical voice, release overwhelm. There's one where you just tap and breathe. I'm stressed about the world. Like so many specific things to help address people right where they are. And I think that's the challenge that we, we need a guide, frankly. It's so hard. It's just so hard to do it on your own. The other thing too is like anything else, once you start building the habit, once you settle in and you go, oh, I have a 10-day streak in the app because we have you can watch your streak, then you've got some other cues in your world that can help you do it. And I guess it is like meditation. You know, Once you get into the habit of it, and you schedule it in like I do with my meditation. Like I don't have to think ever to do my two 20-minute meditations every day. I don't know. It's like brushing my teeth now. So I guess, yeah, once you kind of schedule that in and create that habit, it will, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. So you've definitely inspired me. I am going to put it into my days and not just do it when I'm feeling overwhelmed, but, you know, do it whenever I feel, whenever I, you know, I love the ones that are just like boosting your happiness and things like that. So there's so many in there. Could you take us through one now? I'd love if we could do that. I'm not sure. Can we like without being able to see? Yeah. 
Yeah, we absolutely can because I can describe the points well enough. I've done enough podcasts and radio shows that uh, we can, uh, and you know, people don't have to get it perfect. They can go and download the app quickly if they want to see some of the points in a meditation there, or go to thetappingsolution.com. But we can uh, we can definitely do a process together. Awesome. Let's do it. All right. So let's start by just focusing on what's in front of us. So what thing right now in this moment are you stressed about most? There's something that a relationship that you're worried about, a project that is looming. Try to find something that you're anxious or stressed or sad or angry about. And the more specific you can be, the better. So we don't want to say about the world, though we can tap on stress about the world, but let's try to get real specific on one thing that's bothering you right now. And as you think about it, as you tune into it right now, you are looking to fire that amygdala. You want to connect to that emotion, and we're not doing it to anchor it in or make things worse. We are acknowledging how we're feeling. All too often, we just swallow things down, we bury them deep because we say, well, if I don't have a way to process this anger or this sadness or this hurt, I might as well swallow it. But now we're going to take a moment to look at it, address it, and let it go. So pick that one thing and give it a number on a scale of 0 to 10 in intensity. 10 would be the most angry, the most stressed, the most anxious. Just whatever number comes to mind. And then also see if you can localize where that emotion is in your body. You might feel it in your throat, your heart, your stomach. Just notice where it is. Now we have our emotion. We're thinking about the thing that is bothering us. And let's do some tapping. So tapping on the side of the hand. It's the karate chop point. It's on the outside of the hand. Just take one hand to tap on the other below the pinky. So in that meaty part on the outside of the hand, and you are just tapping gently. Not too fast, not too slow, light pressure. And then repeat after me, either in your mind or out loud. Even though I'm holding on to all this stress. I choose to relax and feel safe now. And we're going to stay on the side of the hand, just tapping continuously. Two more statements like that, thinking about what's bothering you. Even though I have all the stress in my body. I love and accept myself. And one more time on the side of the hand even though I'm holding on to all the stress. I choose to relax and feel safe now. And now we'll tap through the points. The eyebrow point is on the inside of the eyebrow, right where the hair ends and it meets the nose. And you're going to take two fingers of one hand, the other hand, or both hands. The meridians run down both sides of the body, so... You're just tapping gently on the inside of the eyebrow. And I want you to just think about this stressful situation. I'm moving to the side of the eye. This emotion, this anger, the sadness. Feel it in your body. Tapping gently. Being present to it. 
under the eye, right under the eye. Again, one side or both sides. Tapping gently, breathing gently. Thinking about the stress, this anger, this anxiety. The thing that's keeping you stuck. Now we move under the nose, tapping gently. If there's a movie, if there's something someone said to you or did or something you said or did, just see that now. Bring to mind this challenge. Under the mouth, it's above the chin, below the lip, and that little crease there, tapping with two fingers. Tuning into this emotion and all the stress you're holding on to in your body. We have three points left for the collarbone point. Feel for the two little bones of the collarbone. And you just go right below it. You can tap with all 10 fingers of both hands. Tapping gently, breathing gently, tuning into that stress, that anxiety, that overwhelm. Feel it in your body now. Think about it. Focus on it. Think the thoughts. You can think the angry thoughts now. You can think the anxious thoughts now. And with every tap, you begin to let them go. Under the arm. Right underneath the armpit, about three inches below it, either side of the body. Right on the bra line for women. Tapping and tuning in to the stress, this anxiety, this anger. Be present to it now. The last point at the top of the head, right on the crown. See that movie. What's in your way? What are you upset about? Now we'll do a couple more rounds, moving back to the eyebrow. Repeat after me in your mind or out loud. It's safe to feel these feelings. Side of the eye. It's safe to acknowledge how I feel. Under the eye. And it's safe to begin to let him go. Under the nose, all these stuck feelings in my body. Under the mouth, all the stress in my body. Collarbone, feeling these feelings. Under the arm, letting them go now. Top of the head, feeling all these feelings. We'll do one more round back to the eyebrow and letting them go now. Side of the eye, feeling strong and confident. Under the eye, it's safe to release these feelings. Under the nose, Feeling grounded in my body now. Under the mouth, letting go. Collarbone, all is well. Under the arm, letting go. Top of the head, right now. And you can gently stop tapping and take a breath in. 
and let it go. And now we check back in. So that was just a couple of quick rounds of tapping. We look at our number. So that anxiety, that anger, the sadness, the stress. You might say, well, it was an eight and now it's a seven or a six or five or four. And we just tune in, give it a new number. Then if we have time, we can do more rounds. We can see what else came up. Oftentimes, Melissa will be doing tapping on one thing and then we think it's about this thing. And next thing we know, we go, oh, this is what I'm really upset about. This is the thing that's in my way. And the tapping process is just that unfolding. Mm, Awesome. Love it. And you take people through so many epic different scenarios in the app, which I absolutely love. There's literally, you know, a tap for anything, (laughs) whatever it is that you want. And it's awesome. So I highly recommend that. And we'll link to everything in the show notes as well, your books and everything. I have to interrupt this conversation to tell you about one of today's podcast sponsors, The Wild Olive, who produce the only true wild olive oil available in Australia. It's beyond organic and wild harvested from trees that are up to 2,000 years old and grown naturally in areas of southern Greece. Now, my skin loves this oil. I lather my body in it top to toe. My skin feels so soft and smooth. And it even cleared up some eczema that I had on one of my fingers, which is pretty cool. Now, these olives are loaded with natural polyphenol antioxidants. These naturally occurring nutrients have been proven to promote cardiovascular, digestive, and skin health, and also assist to regulate blood pressure, lower cholesterol, and improve immunity and overall health. To get 15% off your first order, head to discoverthewildolivelive.com. Now, let's get back to this conversation. I'd love to hear now, you know, everyone has a different definition of success and this has been hugely successful. What do you attribute your success to? Mm-hmm. Great question. So, the underlying success is the tapping works. So I I can never say anything about, you know, I will talk about what I think I've done personally well, but none of this works if this technique, which I didn't develop, I've just been a champion for it. I've certainly put my own spin on it and my own energy to it and ways of sharing it. But um, the, the underlying component is that we are dealing with the technique that as strange as it seems that we tap on our face and body, the research is coming in fast and furious, not only showing decrease, like I said, that 42% decrease in anxiety, but we're getting research coming in now that's showing changes to DNA and RNA and turning on healing genes, reducing inflammation, like huge numbers across the board on physical components that are happening when we're turning off that stress response. So anything I've done first is tapping, right? Beyond that, I think that my Certainly my passion for this and my passion, you know, underneath all of this to help people create change, to recognize the suffering that people are going through and the places in their lives where they are stuck and they are overwhelmed or they are traumatized and they don't have the ability to break through or the resources to break through. I've just always seen like, boy, this is just such an easy, simple technique to share that can help break people through so many different aspects in their lives and for all sorts of people, right? This isn't like an 
upper class technique or middle class technique or lower class technique. It's like no matter your social strata and certainly the work that we've done in the foundation and throughout the world has proven that this is a portable technique. There's nothing necessary besides your own fingertips that can spread around the world that can really help people turn off that fight or flight response. I was saying to somebody last week, I said, can you imagine, you know, we have big dreams and visions for the app. And I said, imagine just if everybody in the world just did one round of tapping and we took all the anxiety from an eight to a seven, like that would just be a big deal by itself. So I think my passion for this process has certainly helped me get up every morning and push and push and push. And then if we're talking from, you know, the real sort of so the business side of things and the places where I've been effective, I think that I've had a clear understanding of the public and how most people look at things. And one of the things that I've tried to do with tapping is to take it from this energy technique and a lot of talk about the meridians to then say, okay, what's what's the real brain science behind it? And how can we put this in a package that anybody in the world without you know, care for denomination or class, like I said, can use it and use it to improve their lives. And the only other thing I would say from the entrepreneurial side is that it was very evident, and it's very evident in the making of the film, right? That it was a stupid good idea. <laughs> I just said, I'm just going to figure this out each step of the way, especially now with Google and resources galore. There is nothing out there that you can't figure out how to do. If you want to publish your own book, great. You can publish your own book in minutes. You can figure it out. If you want to make an app, figure out how to make an app and who to talk to and who to hire and how to build things. So every step of the way where I think, whereas I think other people potentially look a little too far down the road and get overwhelmed by it and say, well, how can I make a movie if I don't know? <laughs> Actually, I remember so clearly about a, about a year after the movie came out, I was speaking at a seminar and I had just told my story of making the movie and it was in a lot more detail than we did today. All the different steps and the ups and the downs and where we had challenges in making the film and this, that, and the other. And my point of the talk was that we just took it step by step and I took questions afterwards and one lady said, so I see that you have a DVD and it's all packaged nicely and beautiful said, I want to make a CD of some of my meditations. Can you help me to do that? Like, how do I get the package and the printing and all that? And I said, yeah, of course. I mean, I can put you, like, guide you in the right direction of the different places where you can go. And I said, okay, so you have the meditations recorded already? She said, no, 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 they're not recorded yet. I said, okay, well, do you have them written down? No, 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 this is just like an idea I have. <laughs> and, and I had to say to her, you are jumping. She was getting stuck right there, jumping to that final thing. Her, her next step was to actually write down one of the meditations and then record it and then figure it out every step of the way. Anything is possible now. And I think that ability to just go step by step and figure it out and not, not let it stop you has been a big reason why we've been successful in sharing the word on this. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Who did create this and when was it created? Yeah, so the original version was created by Dr. Roger Callahan, who passed away a few years ago in 1980. And he was a traditional psychologist working in particular with a client by the name of Mary who had a terrible water phobia. And by terrible water phobia, I'm talking 
drinking water upset her. Showering was a disaster. Forget about going in a pool. She was just terrified of water. And he had done the traditional psychotherapy work with her, exposure therapy. Hey, let's look at the water. Let's talk about it. Talking about her past and her childhood, trying to identify, did you have something that happened? And and it was a lot of talking, as traditional talk therapy is. And they'd been working together for about a year and a half. He was frustrated. She was frustrated because nothing was getting better. She would get terrible migraines from the sessions just talking about the water. And it just so happened that he had been reading about the Chinese meridian system and had read that the stomach meridian ends underneath the eye. And they had a session together. She said, when I look at the water, I just feel butterflies in my stomach. And on a whim, on inspiration, who knows how he was guided to do so, he said, try tapping underneath the eye for a minute. Thinking, okay, I'm going to calm the stomach meridian based on this ancient Chinese acupressure uh, meridians. She did so, and her phobia cleared completely. Like, one point, one minute, something was locked in there, some trauma, it let go. She wanted to get in the pool. He had to remind her that she didn't swim. So this is like an unbelievable breakthrough. And he proceeded over the next several decades to refine the system. He developed a system called TFT. And TFT has different sets of points for different things. So if you're dealing with anxiety, you do one series of points, anger, another series of points. And then one of his students by the name of Gary Craig decided to simplify and modify the system to EFT, where we do all the same points every time. Easier to remember, hey, we're hitting all the points, so maybe we're hitting a point that potentially isn't related to anger where there's a better point for sadness, but that's okay because it's just fast and easier to take care of it. And that's what I learned. I learned EFT, and that's been the genesis of it the last 30 years. Love it. Thank you for sharing. Now, I'd love to hear one thing that you're working on or would like to improve within yourself at the moment. Mm, great question. Well, I don't know if this is like an improve within myself because it's not, you tell me if I'm just trying to get out of this question and you hit me, hit me with a harder one. I have been disappointed in the cell phone and my, and I'm not big on social media. It's usually like the news and certainly in the last couple of years of politics in the US, you can get caught up in all sorts of things. Almost like a soap opera is live on. TV at all times that's affecting our lives. And at the detriment of that has been reading for me. And I still do a fair amount of reading, but nowhere near the reading that I used to do. You know, social media polls doesn't pull on me so much personally, but there's also the business responsibility of social media and this, that, and the other. So I want, I'm looking to change those habits to get in front of a book more often. And it especially sort of gets to me when, and I don't know if this is a challenge for you at all, Melissa, or you've had this where I'm reading a book and I'm like, my attention span is not what it was a decade ago. Like I could just see clearly that I've my brain's been conditioned to a different experience and I would like to change that. We could tap on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that is very tappable. Is that a fair enough answer? Or, am I, or is that like a, like a cop out? No, that is a great answer. Thank you. And I'm sure so many people listening can relate to that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I will tell you, I mean, look, I, I've nowhere nearly reached any sort of enlightenment. 
and I can't, I won't say that I'm any sort of guide to the rest of us besides sharing this technique and sharing my work in the app. But the tapping that I've done and the works I've done the last 15, 20 years, you can ask the people around, you can ask my wife and you can ask my sister. And I think they will honestly tell you that I just don't do anger and anxiety and frustration anymore. Um, if I'm tapping on something, it'll generally be overwhelm from my feeling of wanting to go faster and do more and just like that, you know, anxiety on that side of things. Like, you know, we got to do more. I want more research studies, more meditations in the app, you know, more PR. Like, I am ready for this. I, you know, we've already reached millions of people, but I'm ready to break open into the new level of consciousness because I just think it's time for people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing. Now, let's pretend that you have a magic wand and you could put one book in the school curriculum of every single high school around the world. Now, besides your books, let's pretend they're already in the curriculum because they absolutely should be. <laughs> Thank you. I was just saying the kid book. Yeah, yeah. But high school, okay. Oh, my gosh. Imagine, you know, especially like with those exams that they they put us oh. through you know it's it can be incredibly stressful and if they had this technique wow i just imagine if they started every class with just a tap on even you know even though i feel overwhelmed you know that would just be incredible and and we are getting there we have we're in a bunch of schools with different programs and resources we give through the foundation so it's definitely happening awesome but yes i know that's not your question i'm i'm looking i'm turning to look at my bookshelf right now Yes. What is one other book that you would choose? Just It could be on any topic, but it has to be for both sexes and something that you feel like is imperative reading for that high school age. Oh, man, such a good question. Okay, here's where I'm going to go. So there's a book that I read a few months ago called The Deepest Well. It is by Nadine Burke Harris. And the subtitle is Healing the Long-Term Effects of Childhood Adversity. So she really bases her work on this study called the ACEs study, which I've written about in a bunch of my books and I think is a big part of tapping and why it helps people heal so much. And what the ACEs study did with 17,000 people is recognize that childhood adversity, traumas, abuse, the things that many of the kids around the world are dealing with, has a massive effects on somebody's future. And what's crazy about this study is that, you know, you would think, okay, childhood adversity, yes, maybe it has an effect on PTSD and mental disorders and anxiety and depression. We would, we would connect that all with those, that mental side of things, but they showed increases in cancer, in smoking rates, in diabetes. Like, and, and this is also, you know, checking for diet and exercise and like excluding and like not saying, okay, well, it's not that people who had childhood adversity then didn't exercise and yada, yada. No, it's like these things that happen to us when we're kids, if we face these difficult challenges, if we face difficult experiences growing up, have a huge impact on our lives. So what I'm thinking with these childhood, with these high school kids is maybe that's early enough to recognize there's something going on and then look to see what are the ways to remediate that before we deal with what a lot of the people that use our app and our resources are doing now. They're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and saying, I've got a lot of stuff to clean up from my past. 
Mm, Love it. We'll link to it in the show notes as well as your incredible books, but that sounds super fascinating. Now let's talk about how your day looks. I love hearing about people's morning routines and how they move through the day and how they prime themselves for the day and set themselves up for success. So can you talk us through like a quote unquote typical day for you? I know no two days are ever the same, but yeah, can you kind of talk us through a standard day for you? Yeah. So I, and this has been the case for the last 10 or 12 years of running the tapping solution as we were making the movie. And, you know, for a long time, I sort of beat myself up for it or or felt like I should be doing something differently. But whenever I did, it just didn't fit right. I don't make any to-do lists. I mean, I have some notes of things that I want to do different places, different times, but I'm not sitting down and following a to-do list. I am not scheduling out my time, my blocks. I will have things like this, obviously. We're doing this interview now. That was in my schedule, but I do not like a busy schedule. I say no to most podcasts because it's just not something I want to fill up my time with doing a 100 of them. I am loving this, though, so that is not a reflection of our conversation now, but I just didn't want to be filled with them. I go with the flow. Like I read books. I do some tapping. I get inspired. I'll usually exercise late morning, right when I get up, I like getting right into the thick of things and calling different people. We've got a team of about 15 right now. And I'll often jump on the phone with my brother, Alex, who's my business partner and also an expert at the tapping solution. He wrote our kids book for tapping gorilla thumps and bear hugs. And my sister, Jess, and really what I've done more than anything over the last decade is talk on the phone and talk to people about the things we're doing and plans, and how to create things, and what the ideas are, and keeping the team motivated and inspired, and then talking to doctors and researchers and experts, and people like Jack Canfield and Cheryl Richardson and Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay when they were with us, just connecting with them and really sharing the gospel of tapping to them, saying, hey, this is what I believe in that can help change people's lives. That's, I, you know, as I was telling you before we got on the call, I built a an office in my backyard, which I call the barn. That's where I'm in right now. That's when my daughter June was born four and a half years ago. It became very clear that my home office next to the kitchen was not going to function as a office, but I didn't want to go out of the office. So I built this thing in the backyard. I walk out here in the backyard in the morning and then usually around 4.30 every day because I just value that time with June so much. And if I come home any later, it's even shorter. I come in and play with June and have dinner and do bedtime and then relax and watch some amazing show on Netflix. Like The Crown is my current into it. Oh, me too. Me too. Me too. Fascinating. Oh my gosh. I mean, at so many levels, you know, especially now with Netflix and there's such good TV out there that any, you know, in the past, like, oh, you know, watching junk TV. No, well, like watching The Crown is illuminating and exciting and moving So, you know, try to stay on things that are interesting and then also watch The Office and Friends and things that that make me laugh and other things like that. But um, yeah, my family all lives close. I I mentioned my brother Alex and Jessica, who are both integral parts of the business. Three of us are business partners, are within 20 minutes of me. My mom and dad are 20 minutes away. They're both in the business. My dad does the finances and my mom does charitable work through the foundation just got back from a reservation in South Dakota and in a Native American reservation. And 
My sister-in-law now works with us. I have friends and family who along the way I've brought along on this journey. And yeah, that's, that is my day. I love that. That answer your question? Yes. I know it's different than, and I, you know, and I listen to, I know Dave Asprey and Brendan Bouchard is a really close friend. And I laugh when, you know, Brendan and I are together because he is as, I mean, we're both really driven and motivated, but he is a focused and plan oriented. And I'm sure it serves a benefit for him, but I've just never, I've never been happy and fulfilled when I push myself in that way. And I, and actually, let me tell you a real quick, funny story about that. I went to a couple of Tony Robbins events very early in my personal development career. So 2002, 2001, I think was my first event in New York City. And then I actually crewed at some of his events. So I went deep on the Tony experience and he changed my life and really helped me take responsibility for my life and, and for what I was creating. And for the first couple of years after doing those events, really what I was trying to do is be Tony Robbins, right? That's what everybody who goes to the event tries to do, try to emulate. And that's great. It's amazing to model people that you admire. You should absolutely let them inspire you. But I was trying to be him, and we are very different. You know, I'm 5'9", five, five, and he's 6'6". Six, six. So we'll just start with that. But we're just, we're just made differently. And it took me a couple of years to sort of settle into my skin more and realize that if I was just myself and did things the way I felt comfortable doing things, that things would work out right. And I think the testament to that is that a couple years ago, maybe five years ago now, I got to meet Tony and we spent some time together. He came to Newtown and saw some of the work that our foundation was doing here after the Sandy Hook shooting. And then he invited me to his house down in Palm Beach and we spent some time together and have stayed in touch since. And when I was at his house in Palm Beach, another example of how just people are different, we were talking about different things we're doing with the foundation. And I was just there talking and chatting and he was, he had a notepad and he was scribbling furiously. And, and I said to him, he was taking so many notes. I just couldn't imagine what he was taking notes about, but he was doing Tony, which is a note taker, which is a thinker, which is active, which is Tony. And I was doing me, which was sitting there and having a wonderful conversation, enjoying it, and yes, looking to create things from there, but I just wasn't doing it the way he was doing it. And I think that was an important reiteration of this belief that you've got to do you. Like, yeah, you can read all about morning habits and you can look to schedule things out and plan them or not. Decide for yourself what works for you. Fit into your own skin and then don't beat yourself up because someone has a 92-minute morning routine that you can't seem to pull off right now. Start with the five minutes of tapping. Start with five minutes of meditation. Look to change your life in these little ways and it'll all stack up soon enough. Yes, I love that. You do you. Like stay in your own lane. Do what feels true for you. Don't compare yourself to anyone else and just do what lights you up, you know? And sure, you can get inspiration from other people's morning routines and go, oh, I might want to try that or I could do that. But then it's like, you've got to do what feels true for you. Because if you're doing it just because so-and-so said to do it, then you're kind of not, you know, you'll be resenting it. So I love that. I love that you do you and you do you really well. So well done on that. You know, you know, another place where that applies when we think about business and, you know, if we want to show up in business in a certain way. People always ask me like, okay, well, what are you doing? Are you doing Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook? Or are you having meetings or giving seminars or making calls? I mean, if we look at like doTERRA, like how do you want to share your doTERRA business? And 
someone might see someone who's really successful on Instagram on it and then go, oh, that means that I should do it on Instagram because they're doing it on Instagram. And I always say, that's fine if you love Instagram, if you understand Instagram, if you spend time on Instagram, if it's your thing, go do that. But if your thing is Pinterest, because that's what you go on, then go do Pinterest. If your thing is seeing people face-to-face and having little meetings with 10 people and you just don't get social media, then meetings with 10 people at a time are how you're going to create incredible success. Like find where you fit. All too often we see it, especially now, other people doing things a certain way and then we think we're supposed to do it. And if it's not a strength, then it becomes a big problem because all of a sudden you're spending all this time trying to make Instagram work and you just don't get it, right? Just not your strength. So go go to the places that make you happy and from there you can create so much success. Mm-hmm, totally agree. Thank you so much for that. Now I've got three rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. What is one thing, like one of the most important things that we can do today for our health? Well, however you do it, whether you do tapping or meditation, just reduce your stress. It is, it is so underrated. It is such a big deal. I understand why it's underrated. I fall in the same traps of thinking that that supplement or that pill or that thing, because it comes in a bottle and I bought it and someone you know, told me it did this, is going to help you. But if you're looking to transform your health, start with reducing stress, however you do it. Yeah, love it. What's one of the most important things we can do for more wealth? So more abundance in all areas of our life. Yeah, so identify the patterns the places where you're stuck, usually there's going to be a pattern. So you're going to say, well, I make a lot of money and then I lose a lot of money. Or I make a lot, but I spend a lot. Like we go through these patterns. My pattern was up and down. I have like, I was either boom or bust. It was like, wow, I did really well one year and the next year was a disaster. And I had to look at that and say, okay, why am I creating this pattern? What are the things that when I'm in that boom period is creating a mentality that goes, this isn't safe. This is dangerous. I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle this. Time to go bust. So I think identifying those patterns, if you've been doing it long enough, they're there and you can use these techniques to change them. Mm, Love it. And what's one of the most important things that we can do today for our love? So more love in our life. Well, I mean, I'm sounding like a broken record, but love, again, it goes back to these patterns. The the reason we don't have love in our lives is because we've closed down our hearts because we've been hurt. I mean, that is the bottom line. Something's happened. Sometimes it's, you know, it can be as a heartbreak from when you were 15 years old and you said, I cannot believe he or she dumped me. Relationships are dangerous. I'm never doing this again. Or we were mistreated and we closed down our hearts. So finding a way to open up your heart, finding a way to forgive, it's that inner work first. And from there, the love opens up. Mm, Beautiful. I love that. This has been so awesome. I have got so much out of it. You have inspired me so much to make tapping a more regular occurrence in my life. But is there anything else that you want to share? Any last parting words of wisdom or anything you wanted to talk about that I haven't asked you about yet? No, I mean, look, I could talk for hours and we could talk about a million topics specifically with tapping because it is so effective in so many places. I think Part of the fact that the technique is so simple can be a little bit deceptive, right? Like, okay, I just do this tapping, but 
as I said right at the start of the call, the places in your life where you don't have what you want, where you're stuck, where you're overwhelmed, where you're anxious, where you're scared, where you're depressed, there's that stress response, there's that trauma from the past, there's the things that are keeping you stuck. You are right now the sum of all your previous experiences. And for most of us listening, we know that potentially those experiences weren't what we wanted them to be. And then we also know if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you know that there's something bigger inside of you. There's something deeper. There's a a deeper giving available, a deeper connection, deeper abundance, more of you that is ready to shine forth. And to me, the way to let that shine forth is to to clean up that past, to look at the things that are keeping you stuck. As my dear departed friend, Louise Hay said, when I said, Louise, with this tapping, we're starting to look at the negative first. Like, why are we saying, even though I'm anxious, you're the queen of affirmations and positive thinking, and you're doing this tapping, saying negative things at first. And she looked at me and she said words that I think about every single day. She said, honey, if you want to clean a house, you have to see the dirt. And that's what we're doing with tapping. Hey, we're just saying, you know what? There's a couple of places where these corners are dirty. And if I just clean them up, if I let go of the past, if I release my attachment to the future, I can create anything in my life. Oh, I love that. That is so good. It's so good. I really hope that everyone gives it a go and they check out your incredible app. And I wanted to thank you so much for not only sharing all of your incredible wisdom and knowledge today with us on the show, but just for everything that you've done over the last 10 years, all of the books, the summits, the app, everything that you are doing and creating. It is so beautiful. It's such a powerful, like easy, free tool. It's like meditation, you know, like you said before, like it's deceptive. You know, people think, is this too good to be true? And But, you know, I've been a meditator for seven years straight. And I say to people all the time, I'm like, it changed my life. And it's free and it's simple. Same with tapping. And these are things that we have access to whenever we need them. So I really want to thank you for all the work that you're doing and for being here today. I'm so incredibly grateful and cannot wait for you to one day come down to Australia and do one of your events or something here. I would love to. I was there now, it's probably six or seven years ago. It was one of the best experiences of my life, not only because of you lovely Australians, but I got to travel with Wayne Dyer and speak with him and share the stage with him and actually do a lot of tapping with him during that trip because he was in a lot of pain and he had a pain in his neck that I helped him out with and we connected deeply there. And so I got to tour Australia with Wayne Dyer, a memorable, memorable experience. Wow, that is so magical, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Nick, for being here. I'm so grateful and I'm gonna go do some tapping right now. Melissa, thank you so much for having me. Take care, everyone. Wasn't that awesome? Such an incredible free tool that we now have in our wellness toolkit. I love tapping. I use it whenever I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed. Whenever there's turbulence on a flight, I tend to feel a little bit anxious. So I just start tapping. Who cares what anyone thinks as long as it makes you feel good? So I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. I hope you're going to start tapping. Please do let me know how you go. And if you did get a lot out of this episode, please subscribe and leave me a review in iTunes or on your podcast app because that means that we can inspire and educate even more people together. 
And it also means that you could potentially be the review of the week for next week, which is pretty awesome. And don't forget to come and follow me on Instagram at Melissa Ambrosini and tell me your top key takeaways from this episode. I absolutely love reading them all. And I do. I read every single one of them. And for everything that Nick and I mentioned in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes. And that's over at melissarambrosini.com forward slash 281. And you can also listen to all my other episodes there too. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, for wanting to be the best, the healthiest, and the happiest version of yourself, and for showing up today for you. You rock. Now, if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please be an angel and share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.